You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Thank you, Vinny, for that fantastic introduction, and uh, my friend Carrie over there in Great uh, Britain. Is it still Great Britain, or is it the, just the United Kingdom, or is it England? Whatever. She's over there on, across the pond for those amazing introductions. Um, yeah, I'm back. We're doing this podcast thing again. It's the Brandon Bishop Podcast. My name is Brandon Bishop. Obviously, it's been an eventful couple weeks. Um Yes and no, it's been an eventful couple weeks. I think the last time I did one of these, I just got back from Detroit. I haven't done any more traveling, but the cameras are hot, man. The cameras are warm. I've been filming a lot of different uh, business-type things. My friend Johnny, her, she's doing her real estate and home-building things. She keeps me busy. My calendar is packed full of uh, all kinds of stuff to film uh, starting this week, and I actually had a day off today. I'm looking around going, I got a pile of laundry to do. Um, I got to clean this whole thing I call an apartment and, uh, I got a lot of editing to do and that's my day off. You know, my days off are packed full of like everything I couldn't get to for the rest of the week because I'm always out there pointing cameras at things and, uh, making things happen for a side TV, which we're going to talk about a little bit later today. Uh, some new happenings, some new shows, some new, uh, promising things that I'm really excited about. Plus, uh, we've got the Colorado Springs channel. We've got a SciParanormal.com. all kinds of stuff to talk about today. I mean, literally it's checked. It's chalked. This is going to be a chalk. I wasn't really happy with last week's episode. I'll be the first to tell you. I was a little tired. I had to squeeze it in because I ain't done one in a while. And, you know, I just kind of uh, shit one out on you. Like, literally, you laid down. You took your shirt off. You took your shirt off. You laid down. You closed your eyes. And I just defecated right on your chest with that last uh, podcast. And I apologize about that. That is not why I did this. I probably should have just not done one. I don't want to just half-ass anything. So, um. From here on out, if I'm not feeling, I feel good today, man. I feel great today. I've got some Starbucks egg bites in me. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about those a little bit later as well because uh, I'm convinced they're they're crack. They're made out of crack. Um, so I may have just ruined today's product placement, but it, it's whatever. It's going to be that. I, I told myself I wouldn't be a Starbucks corporate puppet, but I am. I totally am. There's a whole. I'm mean, okay. I don't want to ruin the the the. The product placement segment. It's not, it's coming later. We're going to talk about egg bites, okay? All the different egg bites. We're going to, it's like, literally, I'm going to talk, like, for at least 45 minutes about Starbucks egg bites and other things Starbucks related. I'm usually against the corporate machine. I'm usually fighting these billionaires and t- trying to bring them down to my level and, you know, in the process, get up to their level. Um, <laughs> but not this time. I'm a puppet. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a freaking stooge. For Starbucks, and damn it, I didn't want to be. I didn't freaking want to be. Okay, I'm getting off the track, so let's get on the track and get back into our little podcast format here and cover the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Let's get funky indeed. What a week, man. You know, I always tell myself I'm going to like just take notes throughout the week. Because I do the wrestling podcast as well, I'll take notes for that, and then I'll take notes for this. But you know what? I never take notes. I don't take a freaking one note all week, and I wish I did. I don't know if it's just laziness or just forgetfulness. I'm 46 years old now. I just had a birthday. October 30th is my birthday. Thank you for all who partook and celebrated the existence of me that happened on October 30th that afternoon. Boom! I popped out of my mom's vagina and said, hello, world! It's me, Brandon. I don't even know what my last name was at that point. There's been many of last names. But for the sake of dexterity, hello, it's Brandon Bishop. I'm here. Clean me off. Smack me around. Make me cry. And if I remember your face, I'm going to smack you back when I get older. You know what? Those doctors are probably all dead right now. Isn't that weird to think that the doctors that brought, I don't know about you, but definitely all the doctors that brought me into this world are dead. 
the first people to ever touch me besides the inside of my mom. Those hands that I saw the lights, you know, the vagina opened up. I'm talking about my mom's vagina. I don't know why, (laughs) but the vagina opened up and then there was light and there was these hands or salad tongs or whatever the hell they yanked me out of there with. Those hands are like dust right now. They don't exist. The first person who ever saw me, because I didn't have some dads. I didn't have a dad at that point. Maybe my grandma was, I, I have no idea what happened. I'm just quite positive that I came out of a vagina which was a huge vagina for me uh, it, it was like the portal like it was like uh, what's that movie with the star uh, Stargate yeah Stargate yeah they had a big portal or Rick and Morty yeah whatever anyways you just kind of go through a portal and then you're in a whole other realm that happened literally 46 years ago and I don't feel old maybe that'll be part of the, that, that's going to be part of the meat topic I'm going to talk about how long we get to play on this planet. I'm going to talk about dying with regrets. I'm going to talk about living within the system and then saying fuck it to everything and just doing what your human instincts tell you to do. That is the meat of the program. So maybe I'll stick in a little bit of a, you know, the 46 year old thing here. Like, oh my goodness, I don't feel like it. I don't think I look like it. I certainly the hell don't act like it. I got all my hair. My teeth are fantastic. No bald spots. I got some love handles on me. I got a little bit of a gut, which I'm working on. We'll get to that later as well. But 46 years, man, that's a long time, isn't it? I mean, that's that's five, that's four years away from 50. Holy shit. You know, and I still get girls in their 30s. So, I mean, I remember <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny how that keeps going up. I remember in my 30s, I'd be like, I still get girls in their 20s. And now I'm bragging about girls in their 30s. And it's like... Oh my goodness. And when I was in my twenties, I'd brag about girls in their thirties. So somewhere in there, it switches. Like at some point I should have dated people my own age. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It is. I'm sorry. Women, my, and this may be a whole nother podcast, but women, my age, they just want different things than I want. I mean, not all of them. I mean, every, okay. I can't, I'm not going to departmentalize Did I say that departmentalize people like that you can't say all cops are bad because 90 percent of them are fantastic you can't say that you know all white people can't dance because i know some white people that can dance so i don't want to do that with women and say all women in their 40s are just fucked up if they're (laughs) because i'm a professional side bitch i i get this I understand my role in life. I'll probably never be married. I'll probably, and if I am, it won't be somebody close to my, I, actually, I mean, let me take it all back. Cause I know women that are out there that I'm very close with that are, you know, my age that are amazing. It's just, they're either thousands of miles away or they're married or they're, you know, something. And it's, uh, I'm just destined to be a single man with my cat when I die. Yes, my cat will last another 30, 40 years as well. She's 14. She just had a birthday too. November 2nd was my cat's 14th birthday. And I kind of made up that birthday because, and this, this is not the headlines, by the way. This is, there's actual things to talk about here. Okay, so anyways, happy birthday to my cat. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to my son who's born on the 26th. Happy birthday to all of us. We're all older now and closer to death. But smarter than we were a year ago. Because experience, experience makes you smarter, doesn't it? I don't want to talk about the headlines because it's all fucking Trump shit again. Trump's impeachment. And here's what I want to say about that. Everyone's starting to distance them. Even that Bolton guy with the bad mustache who looks like your drunk uncle that molests your, you know, cousin. Uh, Even he's distancing himself and saying bad things about Trump's foreign policy and all this stuff. Uh... And they might have a live hearing. Like they're going to put Trump (laughs) on a microphone live on probably all the newscasts, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all that bullshit, all the local, all the NBC, ABC, CBS, whatever. Uh, You know what? That will be like probably watched by as many, if not more people than the OJ Simpson trial. (laughs) And keep in mind, there's a lot more, you know, a lot more opportunity, a lot more programming, a lot more channels and content out there to watch right now. But that will probably be one of these 
it'll be an exercise in stupidity on all ends. I, I, I'm an independent. I don't attach myself to Democrats. I'm not a liberal. I'm not definitely not a conservative. I'm not a, a fucking Republican. I'm not even a libertarian. I'm not any of this shit because it's all just bullshit. It's all labels and, and, and garbage. The rich people own the country. They're going to choose the next president. The rich people that own this country, they're going to choose the next you know, set of laws and the judges and all that stuff. We have no say. We have no say. I would love it if like, you know, someone like Bernie Sanders or somebody or Elizabeth Warren uh, would be president just because it's less embarrassing. Do I agree with everything they say? No. Do I agree with some things? Yes. I agree with some things Trump says. And that's took a lot to admit, but I do. But at the same time, he's a twit. He's embarrassing. He's a fucking petulant child. And he's a, he's a terrible president. His policies and his things that he's gotten us out of and the shit that he's gotten us in and his foreign policies and his, all of this is just absolutely terrible. My 12-year-old son, he's 12 years old now, could probably do as good of, if not a slightly better job, than the president of the United States. It's embarrassing. I don't know who is surrounded this guy and letting him do and say the things that he does and says, but... It's embarrassing. And if you support him, you're embarrassing. I'm tired. I'm tired of saying this shit. And here's the thing. This whole impeachment thing, it doesn't even matter. There's only a year left in his presidency, most likely. Okay? Unless they put Biden in there, then he'll beat Biden because Biden's fucking dumb too. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I'm not looking for someone like a grandfather figure. I'm looking for somebody that can just take charge and slaughter this son of a bitch on stage. Fucking vote for me. I would kill a small family to go on stage and have a presidential debate against Donald Trump. Why didn't I run? Well, because I'm broke as fuck and none of you assholes would support me if I did. But I know for a fact that my policies are better than his. My foreign policy would be better than his. All of this shit would be better than his. And I would slaughter the son of a bitch on stage. Anyways, impeachment doesn't matter. He's only got a year left. He's not going to get kicked out. Clinton was impeached. He didn't get kicked out. The only reason Nixon got kicked out is because he resigned and left and flew away in a helicopter on live TV. That's the only reason Nixon got. And those are the only three presidents that have been impeached. So Trump's not going to go anywhere. All this is is a black eye to his reputation, which is already just littered with black eyes, not black guys, but black eyes. It, it's so, I mean, it, it's all a, a, to do about nothing. It's just getting ratings on the news channels. It's something for the talking heads to talk about. They all say the same shit on every broadcast. They're all a bunch of talking robots. Even the local people here, they all say what they're scripted to say. They have no opinion. They have no input. They're talking heads, and all of that comes from like a very few people. That's how the news works. That's where we're at. Walter Cronkite is dead and gone. That format is dead and gone. So you can all get happy about the impeachment stuff. It doesn't mean a fucking thing except for talking points. All it is is a reputation killer for Trump, whose reputation is already stepped on in the mud. So what difference does this make? He's not going to get kicked out. He's not going to be. And if he does get kicked out, if, he, if some miracle happened where they're like, OK, we're going to kick you out, kicking and screaming. Yes, that would be great. But then you know what? Michael Pence is your president. He may be quieter, but he is a piece of shit. Next story. Oh, this one pisses me off, too. This one's going to get me fired up. There's a teacher. Her name is Tiffany Lankford. Um. There's a video out there, of course, it's on social media everywhere. That's where people hear real news. Uh, she beat the shit out of some special needs kid in school in front of all the other students, stomped on his head, like slugging him as hard as she could. Ah. She's been, uh, of course, fired, charged with second degree felony assault. Good. It's a good start. It's a very good start. Let her rot in a prison cell for at least five to ten years. Fuck her. Fuck her whole family. Now, here's the thing. I don't know why I do this. I have no idea why the fuck do I do this, but I sat there and read some of the comments, 
after watching the video and being absolutely disgusted with this piece of fucking garbage woman. And all I see is, and this is what you people do, okay? Maybe not you that's listening right now, but this is what a great majority of, and I say this as broadly as I possibly can, not directed at anybody, you people, this is what you do. You get on there and then you try to get attention. You try to attach yourself to some news story, some cause or whatever it is. And you try to, because you have no life, you try to attach yourself to it. Again, this is not you. I'm just saying this is what a lot of people do. But I have to say you just to make it more direct and poignant. So you attach yourself to this thing by posting and putting your opinions on it. And this is what I would do. Nine out of ten was, if that was my kid, I'd kill the bitch. Well, of course you would. We'd all do that. If that was my kid, first of all, my kid would have hit back, kicked her right in a cunt as hard as she could. But, you know, she was a big, fat, ugly woman, so she was slugging him and kicking him and stomping him, and she's a piece of shit. So, of course, she's going to overpower any kid. But... The other comments were like, well, if that was a black kid, uh, if that was a white teacher, uh, uh, well, uh, I can't, you know, it's because race card and yeah, stop using the fucking race card, you idiots. I'm tired of it. And yes, it's coming from a white guy who gives a shit. It's coming from a white guy who was born and raised in Detroit and was called every freaking offensive thing you can possibly and, and I have memories of people emptying out, you know, my freezer and stuff right in the middle of them breaking into the house. My grandmother was molested. My, you know, I mean, all by, you know, somebody of a different amount of skin pigmentation. And you know what? I don't look at anybody about their skin pigmentation. I don't give a shit. It's character, action, and skill. How many times have I got to say this? And I'm tired of you people attaching race to everything because you have no fucking mind. You have no thought process that allows you the creativity or the intelligence to say anything else. It's always got to be about that, doesn't it? Oh, if it was a black kid, we wouldn't even be talking about this. Yes, we would. If that video got out, it doesn't matter what color the people were. It never matters. Race is Racism should be dead 20 years ago. It should have never been a thing to begin with. But the only thing keeping that alive is posts and shit like this that divide us. That's your only... What is your... Okay, people that posted something like that, what is your end game? What are you trying to get out of it besides people looking at your post and looking at you? I'm so smart. That would have been a white teacher. Uh, It would have got off or whatever. No, no. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You're a stupid son of a bitch for even thinking that shit. You know, stuff like that never even crosses my mind. Not that I'm such a great person or anything, but in this case, I'm better than you are. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. Tired, tired, tired of you dividing yourselves. You're the one doing it. And then someone will comment on there like, yeah, that was really stupid. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck you. And then it's a big argument online. Stupid. Anyways, I hope this teacher rots in a, in a free. I hope she gets life, to be honest with you. I don't know the details. Even if the kid, even if the kid held up an ink pen and threatened to stab the teacher. You can't, the kid was like, what, 65 pound kid, maybe 70 pound kid. If it's that bad, then you get the kids out of the classroom and you leave. You don't start punching a kid in the face and then stomp on his fucking head. Especially if he's a special needs kid, he just doesn't know better. Why are you in that situation to even instruct and teach and be a role model for this kid if you can't handle things and it ends up like that? Stupid bitch. Yes, we'd all like to line up and beat the holy shit out of her. We would love that. And I hope they do that in prison. Oh, what are you in for there, Tiffany? Oh, you're the one that beat up that kid in school, right? The special needs kid, right? At that point, it's not going to matter what color her skin is. There's going to be a bunch of bad, disgusting people lined up. And I hope they shank her in the fucking jugular. I mean that. Well, you shouldn't wish death on anybody. No! At this point, death seems fitting to me. 
Oh, you're really harsh, Brandon. Oh, I can't believe that. You're a businessman. How can you say that's going to reflect bad on you? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. If you don't like my opinions, turn the fucking thing off. If you don't like my language, turn the fucking thing off. I don't give a shit. We could still go out and have coffee. We can have dinner and lunch. We can talk about a, 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 a plethora of other things. I'm a very nice guy. I'm a very giving person. I love all of you to a point. I don't like a lot of you, but I love all of you to a point. But if you do something like this, that whole I love you for being human, I'll take care of you, you're my brother, you're my sister, I don't give a shit what color your skin is, you know, all that stuff, out the fucking window. Not the skin thing, but, you know, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Worthless bitch is what this person is. And I know she'll never hear me say that. And she's not worth my time to look her out. I'm not going to get arrested on purpose and then try to find her in jail. Maybe... Maybe I'll say I'm, you know, in drag or something. I, <laughs> I, I just recall that men and women don't go to the same jails. So, yeah, I'm genius. But, yeah, punch a kid. I hope the rest of your life is just trash, if you even have a rest of your life. Next story. Oh, boy. Legalizing pot in Illinois and pretty much everywhere. That's, uh, it's always good. First of all, pot should have never been illegal. Look it up. Do the research on why marijuana is illegal. Do the research. It'll piss you off a little bit. It's a business thing. It's always a business thing. Follow the money. So they uh, criminalize this. They've ruined uh, countless lives, probably millions of lives, you know, with getting caught busted with pot or people selling pot or whatever. It, it's, it's been a big just idiot fest when it comes to marijuana ever since it's been decriminalized our our founding fathers yes that we're all so proud of yeah they smoked pot they used hemp they did all that stuff they're also slave owners too so our founding fathers were basically drunken pieces of shit that just happened to got sick of having to live within a system in england which i fully support and then they came over here and said we're going to do our own thing and then they shit on England, and then they drank, and then they drank, and Ben Franklin was a sex addict and had parties and, you know, like, satanic ritual things and all these. <laughs> these are all facts, by the way. I'm not making them up, okay? They are actual facts that have shown the light. You know, Abraham Lincoln was bisexual. These are facts. I'm not making this shit up just to give myself something to laugh at or make the show better. No. Look it up. Do some research on yourself. The founding fathers were pieces of shit who just happened to be in the right place at the right time. They were all drunk when they wrote all this stuff. Maybe not Thomas Jefferson. He seemed like the one that was pretty squared away, uh, but the rest of them were pretty pretty awful people. But the pot thing, man, it's good that it took, it's bad that it took this long uh, to legalize it in all the states, and it's, they're kind of like falling one by one. Illinois is the most recent one. And this makes me happy being in Colorado and I'm going to be a hypocrite for saying this as well, but maybe people will stop fucking moving here. Like since I've been here for 13 years and yes, I am a transplant. I started in Detroit, went down to Texas and Oklahoma and then found my way here. And I love it here. I do. I mean, I belong in Detroit. One day I'll be back in Detroit, but for now, this is home. I live in Colorado Springs. But since I've been here, like the population has exploded. Like, I won't. I can't stand going to Denver. I hate Denver because of traffic and just because of just the, the entitled stupid people. Not to mention the homeless situation here. Even in the Springs, is just absolutely garbage. Um, they're ruining this this state. They're destroying this state, and uh, that's one of the negative side effects of legalized pot. Another negative side effect is I have to smell the shit everywhere. You know, it was fun when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to smoke pot. It was illegal, whatever. It, it was like something we just did. It, I never really got like a big, uh, like buzz off of it or anything. I was never like a big pothead, but it was always around. I was in bands. I managed bands. I lived in a house with bikers. You know, I mean, <laughs> there was pot everywhere, but it wasn't when I left the house. It was like pot was around me when I chose for it to be around me. If I leave, I'm at my apartment right now. I'm doing a remote studio thing. If I leave my door right now and head out to my car in this apartment building, I guarantee you I will smell pot at least 10 times. I could, I could walk by every single door in this apartment complex and some fucking guy in there is just smelling up the whole fucking place with pot. I'm tired of that shit. 
I am totally tired of that shit. I don't want to smell. I don't like it anymore. I don't want to smoke it anymore. I don't want to. I like the CBD stuff. I like, you know, the hemp stuff. I support it. I support the legalization of it. It was stupid to begin with to make it illegal. I, I get it. I, I, it. I used to be, you know, with UMSUM in Michigan, the United Marijuana Smokers of Michigan or United Medical Marijuana Smokers of Michigan. You know, Bill Barrett, who's no longer with us, the, my best friend at the time, Mike Barrett, his dad, you know, I did a benefit concert for him once. You know, we did all kinds of stuff. I wanted to help. And I was never that big of a pothead, but I got it. But now it's like fucking everywhere. At least, I mean, vaping, if you're trying to quit cigarettes and you're, and you're vaping, that's fine. You look like, it, you know, if you're just doing it to, because you think it's cool, it's not. You look like a douche. You're, you know, stinking up the place with your fruity pebbles. But that's okay. That smells like fruity pebbles. I can deal with it. It's still annoying to me for some reason because I'm an old, annoyed man. And I'm just, uh, you know, uh, grumpy at things all the time. Like if I see a, if I see like one of those little rice burner cars with the spoiler and the, like, you know, it's a $500 car with a $10,000 system and $40,000 rims. First of all, that's annoying. If they're booming bass music, techno, electro, rap, whatever the fuck it is, that's annoying. And if I see like a big cloud come out the window, I'm like, okay, that's the biggest douche in the city right there. These are things that I hate. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm projecting that on you. I know that's not. That is what this is about. This is the Brandon Bishop podcast. This is my outlet. My blood pressure is down and it's normalized again thanks to this medication I talked about last time or one of these recent podcasts we did. So I can, you know, I'm, this is true. This isn't just me like, you know, blood pressure stressing like, ah, no, this is true gripiness right now. This is old man grumpiness. And I, um, like I said, I'm 46. It's, it's that time. Four years away from 50 and I can start yelling at kids, get off the fucking lawn. And right now I'm going to yell, turn your fucking music down in residential areas. That makes you a douche if you do that. And um, yeah, don't vape in my face. But and especially though, especially don't stink up every goddamn place with your fucking marijuana. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of smelling it. It's fucking gross to me now. And it makes you kind, uh, kind of a loser. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, recreational use once in a while. Hey, let's get high tonight and relax. You know, hey, let's get high and write a song. That's fine. I get that, man. But five or six, ten times a day, that is what a loser does. And if my apartment building smells like fucking losers at all times, then it makes me feel like I'm just surrounded by losers. I don't want to be surrounded by losers. I want to be surrounded by amazing, talented, outgoing, fun people who don't stink up my fucking apartment building. Anyways, um, you know what? I, there's a couple more things I was going to talk about on here, but I think we went a little long with the headlines. So, you know, let's get into some, uh, let's, get, let's talk about some stuff. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. About this a minute ago. I never thought the day would come when your friend Brandon Bishop here, uh, the host of the Brandon Bishop podcast. Yes, you're listening to it right now. Thank you for that, too, by the way. The last episode we did, we actually got a lot, a lot of listeners, and that's pretty awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, but I'm a, I'm a corporate stooge, man. I know. I mean, maybe this will be the last time you ever listen once you hear this. And I, like I said, I just talked about it. It's the Starbucks thing. I blame my friend Heather. She got me. She told me about the app, and she enabled me. Okay, <laughs> and then I tried these things called egg bites. They got three different kinds. Actually, I think they got four different kinds. Uh, they got the egg white with roasted red pepper, and then they've got like the uh, the bacon and Gruyere. Is that am I saying that right? And then they've got another one which is like ham and cheddar, I think. And then there's another one with chorizo in it, which I've never had. And they're like elusive. But I'm addicted to these fucking things. They, they have to, there's, I'm not even, I, I'm saying this as a fact. There is crack in those things. I've never done crack, but it, this is what I imagine what it would be like. I can't pass a Starbucks without saying, ooh, hmm. And I don't drink coffee that often. Once in a while, I get one of these little foo-foo frappuccino type of things. But no, it's all about the egg bites to me. If they ever stop making these things, I'm going to have to go to the hospital they're going to have to put me in care unit four there at Memorial Hospital, you know, strapped to a bed. 
you know, because I'm going to be foaming at the mouth and sweating and just trembling and everything because I can't get my goddamn egg bike fixed. Fix. It, it's been every day, and I'm on a strict diet right now. I'm not saying that they're not good for. There's a lot of sodium in it, and bacon's never good for you. It's the cancer on a freaking bun if you eat a sandwich with it. But it's they're so good. I don't understand how they. I've tried to make them myself. I can't do it. But it's not just that. I got this app now, and through all my egg bite adventures, I'm starting to accumulate these things called Starbucks stars. So it's a game now. They're not only there, they got me hooked on crack bites, but they've, it's a game where I have to collect stars now. And I've got like 450 of them. My friend Heather has like 5,000 of them, so she's too far gone at this point. And my kid likes the little brownies and stuff, and they got cake pipes and cake pops and all this stuff. Now they got the snowman cookies. I did a nice thing, actually. I was at Target, and I stopped at Starbucks because, of course, there's a fucking Starbucks inside of every goddamn place I have to go. There's one in Safeway right down the street. There's one at Target that I go to after I drop off my kid. So I'm there, you know, fiending for egg bites. I'm shaking in line, and I hear this kid behind me going, oh, mommy, snowman cookie, snowman cookie. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll see if I got enough, and we'll, we'll get a snowman cookie. Oh, a snowman cookie. And this cute kid was cute. So I bought the fucking kid a cake pop with a snowman face and a snowman cookie and just gave it to him because I'm so nice. That's what it is. I feel good about that. You know what? But true charity, (laughs) not that this was a charity case, but I'm just saying true charity and true giving, you don't talk about it. You just do it. And that's that's not my intention. It just popped in my head because the kid was really cute. But, uh, you know, we do charity gigs every single week. Uh, I'm sorry, every month we do a different charity event. And we raise a lot of money. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, actually. Um, But back to the Starbucks thing. Yeah, it's a game now. They got an app. You get to collect stars and you can win things. Sons of bitches. But that's my product placement. Again, they're not paying me. They're not giving me free product, even though I swear if they gave me free egg bites, I'll talk about you every single, I mean, just, you know, just just a bite, you know, like just give me the little two things, even once a day, like a little card where I can have like, you know, just a couple of days. Just a couple of days, Starbucks is on last. It's not going to cost you a lot. I and mean, people do listen to this podcast. So, I mean, you can really, uh, you know, you can afford it. Of course you can afford it. You're running for president right now, the owner of your company. So you can even make that a thing where everyone gets free egg bites every day. If you get elected, I will vote for you in a heartbeat if you do that. So, um, you know, what do you say? All right. Well, it's okay because I've bought ahead of time. And I have some in my refrigerator for tomorrow. <laughs> I went to Starbucks today and it's with egg bites that are cooked in my belly. And I went to when I went to Target Starbucks and got my egg bites that were cooked and I ate them. And then I went to Safeway because they got this coleslaw mix that I like, right? Maybe that'll be a product safe placement down in the future, but and then I walked by the Starbucks in Safeway right after I just went to the Starbucks in Target. I'm going to start crying. I'm just realizing I'm fucking on crack. Oh, shit. Oh, and then, um, so I have them, like, the frozen ones. I said, don't cook them. I'm just going to have them in my apartment in case I have a late night, <laughs> need a late night fix. This is what heroin addicts do, isn't it? Son of a bitch. Oh, they got me, Starbucks. Starbucks, you got me. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. My mind off the Starbucks. It's time for the segment that we call the Dungeon of Douche. This is where I take somebody out of today's headlines. I grab them by the ankles. I I, I yank them down a, a long hallway, a dirty, filthy, rat-infested hallway. We chain them by the ankles up. Upside down, upside down, we chain them by the ankles. Both ankles just tight, tight, wrench it, wrench it, wrench it, wrench it. And it's tight on the ankles to where their feet are turning blue. Their face is like in, in the, the moist and disgusting, damp, swampy-ass floor with cockroaches and bugs and spiders crawling all over them. And then we chain their hands to the floor as well so they can't move. All the blood is rushing to their head. They vomit and it goes right up in their nose. And you know what? They freaking deserve it. I'm not going to put anybody in the dungeon of douche that truly, truly does not belong in the dungeon of douche. So anyways, this week is also related to, you know, the, the, the main subject of our headlines. Donald Trump Jr. this time, though. 
We've already put his dad in the dungeon of douche, deservingly. So now we're going to give him a little company so they can just talk bullshit while they're upside down, you know, avoiding rat feces and whatever they're doing. And it's hot in there and they're both sweating and stinking and they got to smell each other. So now your son is going to be chained up. You know, right across, you guys can look at each other and realize how fucking just repulsive both of you are. Donald Trump Jr. is on a book tour right now. And it's going fantastic. <laughs> and by fantastic, I mean awful. Um, he just got booed off a stage for refusing to do a Q&A session. Um, I don't even remember where this was, but the people booing him were all Republicans and people on you know the right-wing conservative assholes. Which is just basically saying you're not welcome anywhere, buddy. Uh, he also went on The View. And uh, one of the hosts on The View, I forgot her name. Don't watch The View, don't care. Um, lambasted the guy. <laughs> so he's got this book. I'm not going to say the title of it because I don't want you to buy it. And I don't want to support him in any way. This is not product placement. He can kiss my ass. Uh, he's been doing his book tour. It's just going very badly. And uh, who's buying this book? I mean, it's a book basically trashing you know liberal people and whatever the fuck. Uh, that the Trump agenda does, but who's buying this shit? I, if anybody out there owns this book, I want you to pick up the book, okay? And I don't know how you're going to do this. If you've got some coconut oil, maybe, I, I just lube the entire book, maybe even motor oil. I don't give a shit what you do, but stick it up your ass and then pull it out and then tear the pages out and wipe your ass with the pages. That's all this book is good for is sticking it up the people who the type of people that want to buy it and read it and possibly believe the shit that's in it you need to have a sore butthole because of this book i hope you get a paper cut every time you wipe your ass with one of the pages too you know screw you for even supporting this piece of shit this guy thinks i'm gonna be the next donald trump and i'm gonna run for president pretty soon you know what no you're not you know goddamn that kennedy's get shot in the fucking head and die in plane crashes and all this stuff. And we can't get Donald and Donald Jr. on, on, a, on a, you know, on a private jet. <laughs> we can't get Donald Trump to ride down the street at Daily Plaza. <sighs> Anyways, there you go again, Brandon, wishing death on people. You shouldn't wish death on people. It's not right. It doesn't reflect well on your character. I'm done with character. I'm done with that. I'm done trying to just appease everybody and ride that, uh, that politically correct line. That's not what I'm about. It's not what I don't care what it costs me. If you don't want to buy my network or you don't want to buy my son's book or listen to my album or anything like that because of something I said that offended you, you thin skinned, weak ass fucking popping a bubble and you cry little bitch. I'm tired of that shit. There's no more line for me, okay? Not that I'm some superstar celebrity that's going to change the world with my mere words. But no, I do have listeners. I do have people that listen, and I have a fuck ton of people that agree with me. And you know what? That's not what this is about either. I don't care if you agree with me. If you do, fantastic. If you don't, fantastic. Talk to me like a human. Have a little civility and just speak to me. Debate with me. I would love that stuff. But none of you people do. You never want to get face-to-face and talk. You always want to talk shit online, you keyboard fucking warriors. I'm tired of you, too. <sighs> Anyways. So, yeah, Dungeon of Douche, Donald Trump Jr., enjoy your stay in a filthy, disgusting, dank, dark, rat-infested, spider-nest having in your ears, cockroach, disgusting, gross Dungeon of Douche, because that's where you belong. Fuck you and fuck your book. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Hi. This is nice, Brandon, now. I'm going to use a 70s radio voice. When I was a kid, there was this guy on the radio named Alan Almond. Yeah, and he talked just like this. He would say things like, uh, Tonight, we're going to play five in a row from Cat Stevens. Little Neil Diamond later with uh, September Morning. I hope you're at home right now. Cozy up by the fire. Nice drink in your hand with the one you love. Listening to the sounds of the 70s. A little bit later, we're going to have some James Taylor. And I'm going to be here with you all night, baby. This is Alan Almond. I love that guy. I did. I absolutely love that guy. What a gimmick. He would turn me on, and I was just a kid. Like, God, who's that guy? Like, I thought I was gay for a minute. 
And uh, I may have been, turned out that way if I kept listening to Alan Allman. I loved that guy. I loved his voice. I got to go on YouTube and see if there's anything about him or Wikipedia or something. I, I'm all of a sudden obsessed with Alan Allman again. <laughs> I got to figure out what happened to the guy. Is he still alive? And, you know, all those songs that he used to play are some of my favorite things to listen to now in those late 70s, early 80s, man. I loved Alan Allman. Where is he? Alan! Is that even his name? Alan Almond? Yeah, because I think I used to get him confused with the guy from MASH, Alan Alda. I think that was his name. Anyway, I'm showing my age big time. 46, man. 46. Anyways, this is the positive end of the Dungeon of Douche. This is the Hall of Respect. And here's the thing. I don't even know if I should be putting this guy in because he's a billionaire, like one of the richest people on earth. But he's doing like the right thing with his money. Elon Musk, he owns Tesla Motors, he's got the SpaceX program, he's uh, an investor, an entrepreneur, he's, uh, he's kind of, you know, and, and he's two years older than me, which kind of pisses me off a little bit, like, what am I doing? I'm doing a fucking podcast right here for, you know, a couple hundred people. <laughs> like, this guy put a fucking Tesla Motors car, which he created, in space, and he's two years older than me. Now, I don't know where he got his money from. I don't. I know he's South African. I know he's uh, he's got like six kids and shit. I mean, but it, you know, I don't hear any like crazy conspiracies or anything like that. All I hear is this guy's trying to colonize Mars, and he's doing it without the fucking government. He says, "Fuck you, government. I don't have to ask you to do shit on Mars. You don't own Mars." <sighs> Anyways, hang on. I mean, I'm getting a phone call from my friend Heather. Hang on. All right, Heather. What? You are on the Brandon Bishop podcast right now. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And I was just talking about on my product placement segment about <laughs> the Starbucks eggs by egg bites that you got me hooked on. And, and I say hooked on in a crack or heroin type of way. I want you to, to I want you to, to explain yourself. Why are you a pusher for Starbucks? Do you work for them? Are they paying you? Uh, why, why did you do this to me? I'm standing in line in two different Starbucks within an hour today. I bought eight different egg bites. Four of them are still frozen in my freezer right now. Okay. I mean, I think that's your problem. No, 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 no. I've known you for over 20 years. I just drink coffee. That's bullshit. No. Now you've got me collecting these, and, and I'm in the middle of a segment right now called Hall of Respect. It was all about Elon Musk because I like what he's doing with Tesla, and I like what he's doing with the <laughs> SpaceX program. But you know what? Fuck all that shit. I'm done with it. I'm done talking about Elon Musk. He's got billions of dollars. He doesn't need my praise. Whatever. He's in a Hall of Respect. We're done. Boom. Now, I'm going to get back to this Starbucks shit. You've got me collecting these fucking state mugs now. You only have two. That's a collection. That's a start of a collection. You got to start somewhere. I got to go home and get in Michigan now. And I think of all the cities that we go to, you know, filming a side TV stuff. And I'm like, well, shit, there's a Starbucks in every city. And then you tell me earlier that they have them in like fucking China and all this shit and Italy. And what the fuck? Yeah, then each state has them too. So like I have ones from Los Angeles and San Diego and San Francisco, but I also have one from Colorado or from California. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You're saying there's cities as well? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. I don't have space in my cupboards for this stuff, and I don't have the funds to do it. So, you know what? You need to find, get online and find out if there's like a Starbucks app, Stars, Egg Bite Recovery, like, system where you can just go, like, what do they call that? Like, uh, when, when you go to, uh, what do they call that? Like, all the rock stars go to... Rehab? Rehab, yes. Rehabilitation. I need egg bite rehabilitation. So that is your next job, uh, finding that for me and getting me off this. No. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean no? <laughs> There's no no. It's, it's, it's literally taking up like a half of my life now. I, um, I have egg I, bites in the refrigerator that I want to eat right now, and I just had egg bites. What kind do you have? You know what kind I have. I already talked about all four brands, all, all of them. I got bacon and Gruyere, and I got the egg white ones no, with the roasted recipe. They have a Christmas one. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> what are you talking about, Christmas one? <laughs> I still it's have, a holiday one. That's bullshit. What's in it? Like holiday stuff. What do you mean holiday stuff? There's like, they got like, like a snowman. Turkey. turkey. Oh, bullshit. 
I, okay. <laughs> I have to finish this podcast, and I'm mad at you now, so I'm going to hang up. Hi. <laughs> you sound really upset about that. <laughs> Talk to you later. Uh, your dog is barking. What happened? What? Uh, it's making weird noises now on my end, so I will call you back. We've got business to talk about, so let me finish this thing, and I'll call you back in a minute. All right, bye. Boy. Jeez, it's her fault. It's her fault. Sorry, Elon Musk. I had to take that call, but <sighs> anyways, I got to get off of this. Elon Musk, hall of respect, <laughs> whatever. Give me the meat. Give me the meat. How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? All right, how long has this podcast podcast been going on now? <laughs> I keep getting on these sidebars. I'm taking phone calls. I'm ranting and raving about things. It's been an interesting podcast. I'm actually happy with this one so far. Like I said, I literally shit out one last week, and I was not happy with it. I didn't even listen to it back, which I never really do anyways, but especially not that one. Anyways, you know, I wanted to get into some like in-depth type of meat segment. I wanted to put my meat in your in your ears and have it be, you know, something truthful and, and meaningful. And but I don't know if I got time now. I mean, I'm literally trying to keep these a certain amount of time and I'm running out quickly, but maybe I can make this quick. Um I was gonna talk about like what my week this week as well. I've like I gotta talk about a side TV. Shit, I don't know if I can get to everything. That's pretty crazy, man. That's pretty crazy. But uh, I do want to talk about, I had an event recently called Eat the Springs, which is a charity event. It didn't go very well. And the reason it didn't go very well, maybe some of you uh, knew about it, heard about it from you know me promoting it or whatever, but it went pretty shitty. And I was pretty pissed off about it. You know, The event that we brought before that draw, drew hundreds of people. It was a complete success. We made a bunch of money for our charity. We made you know, a family really happy. And it was a fun event. Lots of people showed up. And then we did Eat the Springs. And here's why. First of all, I will take full responsibility for everything that I produce that doesn't succeed. And I will take full responsibility for all my successes, of course. Because usually it's just me doing this shit. So I busted my ass on this Eat the Spring. I put hundreds of dollars in advertising. I got like 12 different restaurants around town. You know how many showed up? These motherfucking restaurants that think they're so amazing because they can cook something? I can cook probably better than all of you. But you know how many showed up? Four. And some of these people have been friends of mine for years. And you know what? We had, uh, like, Dad's Italian been friends of mine for years. Didn't show up. Mark Henry showed up. Thank you. Did a little publicity thing with me. You know, whatever. <laughs> he wasn't happy with the turnout, but you know what? Neither was I. Do whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything else about that. Um, <laughs> the Pizarte pizza guy, he showed up. He was awesome. Cushland said they were on their way, never showed up. Fuck them. The Papuseria never showed up. Fuck them. Big Papa's Grill did show up, and they stayed the longest. Love them to death. Amazing food. Big Papa's Grill here in Colorado Springs. Check them out. Two different kettle corn places did not show up. Fuck them. The Texas Creole place didn't show up. Fuck them. Slow downs or whatever they're called. Fuck them. And there's a couple other places that didn't show up. They can all kiss the end of my dick for all I give a shit. You're the ones that ruined this event because you didn't show up. And I, I promised a big food festival. People pay to get in. And you know what? There's like three different places there serving food. It was a complete failure because of these piece of shit little restaurants and piece of shit little food trucks that will probably be closed in a couple years. If that's the way you do business, here's two middle fingers directly in your face. If you got a problem with me, meet me in public. I'll come to your stupid restaurant. I'll come to your food truck and I'll tell you the same goddamn thing because I'm not a little keyboard or a podcast warrior by any means. No, I will show up and say, fuck you for fucking me. Fuck you for fucking the families that we're trying to help and fuck you for shitting all over the event and, all, and fucking the people that actually showed up. How many more fucks can I put into this segment? Fuck, 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 fuck. Anyways, we just did the Metaphysical Holistic Expo. It was a pretty good success. We had fun. Like I said, it was a good show. We made more money for our charity. Uh, and then the chocolate and cheese one a few months before that was absolutely fantastic. We may be doing a CBD hemp one next month. We got a video game Comic-Con thing coming up in January 19th. All kinds of stuff. All of that, of course, is under the umbrella of Asai TV, which is my television network. Hundreds of hours of all original, commercial-free entertainment television that you've 
never seen before. You've got Hulu, you've got Netflix, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got HBO Go, you got the WWE Network, you got all of these things. Now give us a try. It's only $2.99 a month. Subscribe today at AsaiTV.com. Returning soon to Roku and Apple TV and Amazon Fire and all these different formats as well. And uh, we keep upgrading every day. We keep adding shows every day. We just got done filming the first episode of Ivelisse, who's a super popular pro wrestler on the independent circuit, soon to be either in uh, WWE or AEW, one of these different promotions. Everyone's scouting her. She's amazing. Had a great time filming with her. We did the iFly thing. We did the uh, Botanical Gardens in Denver. We did uh, the Illegal Pete's uh, Mexican restaurant. We did all kinds of fun stuff. And then we did her show, which was uh, Respect Women's Wrestling, which took place at Herman's Hideout, uh, or Hideaway, one of those two, up in Denver as well. So we got to Denver. We're going to do some stuff in Tampa pretty soon. We got other plans to do different cities. Check that out. The uh, Rocky Mountain Vibes is the local baseball team here in Colorado Springs. We're doing a show with them about the team behind the team. You know, it's a lot of different promotional stuff and we're filming parades. We got one episode out already. So if you like uh, baseball and you like storytelling and you get to meet these people that are actually running the show, and then when the season starts, we'll start meeting the players. And it's going to be a great time, man. It's just constant stuff all year round, and I'm uh, real excited about it. New episode of New York Ham featuring Eddie uh, Finocchiero. Am I saying that right? I'm sorry, Eddie. Um, new episode of That's Out where we do the uh, catacombs underneath the St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. And we also did the um, the uh, Sanganero, I always say that wrong, uh, f- feast festival, Italian festival with all the food and everything. Uh, had a great time filming with Eddie. We still got one episode in the can with the Atlas Obscura, not Atlas Obscura, but the Obscura Oddities people in New York City. And it's all just a travel show about New York City, all grown up. Um, yeah, all kinds of new stuff. We talk to people every day, you know. And here's another thing. If I offer you an opportunity with the show, if you don't want to do it, that's awesome. That's fine. I get it. It's not for everybody. Trust me. But if you say you're going to do it and you make me invest time into it and then you shit out, you know those middle fingers I put up in the face of all the food trucks and restaurants that didn't show up for Eat the Springs? Those are going to go right over to you. So I don't care who you are. You're a piece of shit if you uh, waste my time. I can't stand people wasting my time. Like I'd rather you waste my money than my time. Don't do that. Anyways, we got to get back to uh, <laughs> the meat section of this. You know, I, I, I had this idea because, you know, when you, when I'm 46 years old now. You know, when you, you start hitting your 40s, especially mid-40s, you start thinking about, you know, ultimate death. We're all going to die, of course. But when you're in your 20s, 30s, and teenage, or when you're a kid, you don't really think about it that often. Of course, it crosses your mind, but not, in, you know... When you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, that shit's pretty goddamn real, especially with the health scare that I just got and got over, thankfully. It's, uh, you know, I'm looking at a picture of my mom and my son right now, and I'm stuck in the middle of those two, and, it, you know, the world is a fucked up place where any of us could go at any time, and I hate to even think about that, and I know some of you have lost people recently, and, you know, but it, it, it's just part of, it's just how things happen, and it sucks, and, it, you know, we only get... It, you know, I put down on this, I said 80 years to play. That is the subject here for um, the meat. We got 80, we get, if we're lucky, we get 80 years to play. And, you know, some get less, some get more, whatever, but it, some die, you know, when they're kids, some die in their 20s and 30s. It's, it's whatever. But primarily, as a human, we get 80 years to play. And what do we do with that? What are we, I mean, seriously, I, I ask myself this all the time. And this is why I live the life that I live. I'm not working for anybody anymore. I'm not making other people rich anymore. I'm not going to promote anybody else's dreams and goals anymore uh, by being an indentured servant. I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to, and it, here's the thing. I may have to do it someday, but it's not going to be a very long term thing. It's not. I'm going to go back to my stuff because that's my talent and that's my passion. And that's my, you know, what I'm good at. That's what I'm made to do. That's what I've made myself to do. I don't want to be, you know, in the system. I, I mean, I'm always going to be in the system because I have to use their fucking money and I have to use their calendar and I have to use all this shit. I'd love to create my own system that was I was allowed to be within. I'd love to have a little plot of land that was owned by nobody and no country and no anything and figure out how to do water and electricity and all this stuff and just live completely off the grid. But you can't do that anymore. So what are we doing right now? Are you out there working nine to five or whatever your hours are, 40 hours a week, plus, less, whatever? 
Is somebody telling you how much money you're allowed to make every single day or every hour or per week? While other people are telling you how much you have to spend per week. Yeah, I got to pay rent on this place. Yes, of course I do. I got to put gas in my car. I got to buy fucking egg bites. Doesn't it just all seem like bullshit to you, though? We're living in in a system. I'm asking for $2.99 a month from all of you to watch, you know, a shit ton of awesome TV shows that I bust my ass putting together. I don't think that's a lot, but I'm still asking you to pay to see it. I'm not just going to give it to you free. So I understand the system. Of course I understand the system. I understand why we have to pay the light bill. I understand why we have to pay for food. I get all that stuff. I don't understand why we have to pay for health care and things like that in this day and age, but that's a whole other system. I'm sorry, a whole other conversation. But what are we doing right now? What are you doing? Are you waking up because someone tells you you have to be somewhere at a certain time? You're getting dressed, you're getting showered, you're brushing your teeth, you're shaving if you're a dude or a woman with a hairy face, or maybe you're shaving your armpits, shaving your legs, shaving your vagina, shaving your crotchal areas, whatever you're shaving, you're brushing everything, you're shaving everything, you smell good, you look good, you paid for all these clothes, you're going to work, and you're just happy to just have that opportunity, aren't you? I've been there, man. Of course I've been there. Most of us are they either there or have been there, if not all of us. Maybe homeless people haven't, but I don't plan on being that anytime soon. And I hope, you don't, hope you're not in that situation either. And if you are, how the fuck are you listening to this podcast? You know, a lot of homeless people have cell phones, so. <sighs> I'm getting sidetracked again. But what are you doing? What, what are you doing? I know what I'm doing. I'm doing everything that I want to freaking do and trying to make money with it. Whether I'm shooting promotional films for businesses or selling a new TV show and filming and producing that, whether I'm selling you know, my book with my son, which he's, his room's packed full of electronics and amazing things because he bought it with his own money. So he's getting a taste of you know, create and sell. Business. Living on your own terms. That's what I'm, I am attempting to do. And so far for the last five years, every dollar that I've made has been with my own hands or my own brain. And I'm very, very proud of that. I mean, there may come a time when it dries up. I don't know. I could be at the door. You know, I'm almost old enough to be a greeter at Walmart. I mean, who knows where this life's going to end up? I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping that this thing, you know, we get 20,000 new subscribers for a side TV and then I don't have to do fucking anything. I hope my next son's, my son's next book is on the bestseller list and we don't have to do anything. I hope my next album that I release with the band One-Eyed Buffalo starts selling crazy for some reason. And it's a big tribute to Dave. And I can take care of his daughter and I can, you know, we don't have to do anything ever work for anybody ever again. But time's running out. We got 80 years to play, man. My time's running out. How many of those years are going to be good? Let's say I get 80 years. You know, 70 to 80, man, that's relaxing time, man. I mean, not for everybody. I'll probably still be working. I'll probably still be doing what I do. I'm hoping that I can hire other people to run it at that point, just collect a check every month. But what are you doing? I hear this all the time. I hate my job. I hate having to get up in the morning. I hate this and that. And I just, I feel like a slave and all this. And well, it's because you are, we all are. Every one of us are a slave to this system. Every one of us has to pay income tax. Do you know how stupid that is? I can understand paying taxes on consumption on bought goods. A consumption tax of like, you know, 15 to 17% on everything would cover everything that we need in this country. Wouldn't it? But no, they want to fuck with your income tax. They want to fuck with the money that you earned by putting yourself out there as an indentured servant. They want to take that. And then they're going to take from this tax. And then they're going to take from your retirement. And they're going to take from your real estate. And they're going to take, take, take. Everything's take, take, take. What do they give us back? We have to fight. We have to fight just to get health care. And we still don't have it universally. We have to fight to get a pothole fixed in the road. We have to fight for education, just to be smart. Other countries don't have to make that fight, do they? No, they don't. And I'm not saying, you know, every an eight-year college thing should be free. No, but two to four, absolutely. It should be an extension of high school at this point. If you want to further your education, then you fork out the dough. Then you take out the big student loan. But everybody should be entitled for at least an associate's or a bachelor's degree. 
I had to pay like $70,000 to get a bachelor's degree. A lot of that was my fault. Some of it was paid by the military, but still, I had like $40,000 left I had to pay. Thankfully, that's paid off now. It's off my credit forever. God, goodbye, good riddance. And I've never used that fucking diploma once or degree once. I've never used it. What am I going to do? Be a manager at Red Lobster? No, I'm not going to be your manager at Red Lobster. I'm not going to manage any restaurant. I'm not going to answer phones for a cable company. I'm not going to do any of this bullshit. If I get a job, it's because I want to be outside digging a wholesome or getting some exercise and being in the sun. That's the only reason I'll get a job. Because just put me on some kind of routine. I've been thinking about that a lot for fitness reasons, to be honest with you. Even when I sold cars, I'd be on my feet for five or six, seven hours a day. Maybe longer sometimes, 10 hours a day, just walking around and going crazy. I'd run between cars and all this stuff just to get the exercise. And you know what? I got in some pretty good shape back then. And I used to make like six to 9,000 bucks a month. So that'd be the only reason I'd ever work for anybody again. And those bosses would know right away that I don't give a shit about them or their company. It would just be a fitness thing. You get me out of the house, put me on a routine type of thing. But I'm on a routine, and I'm out of the house, and I'm doing a lot right now. You might, you might not think filming a TV show is all that you know, strenuous by any means, but it is. I break a sweat every time. And my little Asai TV Dickie shirts, man, they stink when I'm done. They stink. I don't know what it is about Dickie's material, but if you go out there and you work pretty hard in it, and it's a sunny day, and you're moving around and stuff, you smell like a bowl of shit. Not happy about that. That's why I always keep deodorant in my camera bag. But what are you doing? What are you doing right now? I want you to ask yourself that question. What the freaking hell are you doing with your 80 years that you've get, which are probably a quarter gone or maybe even half gone, maybe even more than half gone? What are you doing? Is this what you want to do? I want you to all to picture yourself on your deathbed. You're dying. If you're lucky enough, you're on a deathbed. You're, you're just surrounded by family. If you're lucky, you know, you could, a helicopter could land on you right now and it's over. But I want you to have those final thoughts and say, what, you look back on your life and, and, and say, what did I do? I worked for somebody else my entire life. After 25 years of that, I had to take up a part-time job just to maintain the bills with my retirement. And then I worked for them for another 10 years. And then I retired. And then I watched fucking TV and then went on little vacations here and there. I raised a couple of kids. They're doing the same thing. Is that bad? No, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. But is it what you wanted to do? I could look back on my life right now and say I've done everything that I've wanted to do and I'm only 46 years old. Have I done them to the levels of success that I want to do them? Not even close. But I'm going to fucking get there. Your ass ain't going to stop me. Nobody's going to stop me. You watch. That's a little self-motivation right there. But but what did you want to do? What did you really want to do? I mean, not all of us can be actors and actresses. Not all of us can be sports celebrities. Not all of us can host TV shows. Not all of us can even do a fucking shitty little podcast like this. Not all of us are set out to do these kind of things. But there's something out there that you wanted to do. Maybe you just wanted to work for Fords your entire life. Maybe you just wanted, you know, to be a high school janitor. Maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's your passion. Maybe you're just, you've programmed yourself to accept it. And that's perfectly fine. No matter what you're doing out there, I'm not shitting on what you're doing. I'm just saying, I want to make sure that everyone at least gives it an opportunity to shine what you originally, what you want to do. How can you make profit over your talents and passions? How can you do that? And if you haven't at least tried, then you're going to have regrets on that deathbed. I plan on having no regrets. Even the regrets that I have right now, I've lost friends because of bad business deals. I've, you know, I've fucked people over that I didn't mean to fuck over. None, none of it would ever be intentional, ever. But I will pay back those debts and I will make amends one way or another. And I will not have those regrets on my deathbed. That deathbed is a real thing to me. It get, the picture of that deathbed gets clearer every single time I pass one of these birthdays. I know it's coming. I'm not afraid of it. I'm looking forward to death, but I want a long, fun life before I hit there. I just want to make sure that when, like I said, when I'm on that deathbed, I have as few regrets as possible. 
I want to smile and say, I'm ready to sleep, man. I'm ready for this to be over. No more responsibilities. Turn the lights off. Because there's nothing after you die. I mean, maybe your frequency goes somewhere. You become part of the universe again. I don't know. And you don't know either. There's probably no heaven. There's no hell. There's none of this shit. Get it out of your head. Even like the highly religious upper tier people, you know, with the brainwashing religions, even they say there's no, probably no heaven and hell. We don't know what happens after you die, but I do know what happens before you die. I have every opportunity to mold that and shape that into something I'm very proud of before the lights go out. And I hope you do too. Just look at yourself in that mirror every single day. Stare yourselves in the eyes. Stare yourself in the eyes and say, what am I doing? Is this what I want to be doing? If it's not, fix yourself. Now it's time for the happy ending. Okay, the big happy ending right now. Uh, I'm just going to simply say, because this is going long, I'm going to say thank you guys for listening again. Really appreciate it. Uh, also, if you're a wrestling fan, check out the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast, which I'm going to do uh, about an hour after I get done with this one. Lots of wrestling news to talk about. I was a pro wrestler forever, and I still have ties. I've been a fan since I've been five years old. I've been a promoter. I've done kind of everything you could do on an independent level. So, I uh, And my cat wants to say goodbye. There she is. She had to make an appearance on every episode. I, when I film them here at home, she has to be involved. If she hears my voice and it's not projected towards her, then she loses her fucking mind. She's like, why is he talking and it's not to me? Where's my food? I need more water. There's a turd stuck to my butt. Fix all this. So that's what I'm going to go do right now. Uh, get a side TV. It's only $2.99 a month. Uh, you can go to asytv.com. Hundreds of hours of all original commercial free entertainment. You've got the rest. Now try the best. I'm not going to call us the best, but we are definitely an alternative. Check it out. I think you'll really like it. There's lots of shows on there. Keep adding new stuff all the time. New episodes, new shows. That's how I make my bread and butter, man. So uh, give it a shot. We'd love your support and tell us what you think. And uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Brandon Bishop Podcast, and I am still Brandon Bishop.